Welcome to Faint Praise. I'm Tony. I'm Eric. And usually this is a podcast where we talk about two similar movies and rate them in a few categories. Well, we could to figure handle out two which movies better. similar to this. Yeah, so it's been a long time since we did that. We've done a few of these, uh, we did what one I call... We've a couple recently. We just went over like one. a few months ago, but it's recently in a ge- geological <laughs> sense. But uh, this is part of what I call the Faint Praise Extra series, where we talk about only one movie. And it used to, when I first came up with it, I thought I was going to talk about maybe like better movies or movies that <laughs> didn't fit into the how naive, yeah, or movies that didn't fit into um, the general idea of the podcast. But I thought would be interesting to talk about anyway. Well, now it's just kind of turned into whatever shitty movie we saw in theaters or any that we really think is going to be interesting and want to talk about it. For some right. Reason. Or fits some kind of theme. And the movie that we're talking about now actually fits in with the previous theme that we did. And it's not the first time that we mention it on the podcast. Uh, this previous year, episode, you mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah, pr- yeah, previous episode. We have already talked about two Robin Hood movies, 1991 Kevin Costner and I think 2010 Ridley Scott and Russell Crowe, which still stands Was as- it that long ago? I think so. Yeah. I'm not going to look it up. Nobody Anyways, cares. Yeah, but yeah, it was something like 2010, uh, which still stands as one of the more difficult movies to get through yeah. uh, that we've watched for I was going to say, at this point, now we've probably seen the worst three of every Robin Hood mo- movie ever made that we've talked it, about on this channel. Yeah. Because we could the better ones would be like Men in Tights, Animated, and like Errol Flynn, Robin Hood or something. <laughs> I'm sure all of those are better than any of these. I like the, the 1991 f- Oh, that's one true. Yeah, I did, I did like the, that one. And is, I've, I can't come, I've never seen the Errol Flynn ones. I so. have also not seen that. So here's what we can say for sure. The 2018 Robin Hood is not one of the better Robin Hood movies. No, it's probably the worst. I, Actually, I don't know. No, it's, I was going to say, it's right up front, it's not worse than yeah, the Russell Crowe one. because it wasn't boring like It was that. not boring. Yeah. There was uh, stuff happening, at least. Just yeah. ridiculous Yes, stuff. it was a little bit too long, but it was not boring. But um, in reading one of the reviews, the favorite one I've come across, it's not even funny, it's just true, calls it an unmitigated disaster. And yeah. that's exactly what it is. So uh, sorry to kind of show all our cards up front, but you cannot talk about this movie and pretend that it's not one of the worst movies it's of the year. It's honestly puzzling. Oh, it was baffling. Like how bad it, and like in the ways that it was bad. I had, I I literally had my hands to my face most of the movie. Right. I was so embarrassed for everyone in the movie. It's not the kind of stuff you expect or should see from a $100 million major studio picture. I was so embarrassed for all of the actors in this movie. And I just kept... It was a joke. This movie was a joke. It really was. I just kept putting myself in their shoes and showing up the first day on set and seeing the costumes that they were going to put me in. yeah. And... Just, I wonder about that stuff a lot. Like, all you get is the script, really. Like, you don't know what they're gonna do with this movie, like visually or a lot. What if you're just like, God damn it? You, <laughs> might, you might not even know the other people that are in the movie. Right. You might get signed before you figure out who's gonna be in it, who's gonna be cast as who. Right. And you show up, and there's some woman who either does or doesn't have an accent <laughs> yeah. simultaneously. As you put on Twitter, you can't tell if she's trying to do an accent or trying right. to mask an accent. Yeah, I can't tell if she has an accent and is trying to hide it or is trying to do like an Irish accent. And just forgets half the time. <laughs> uh, so we can talk about her a little bit more when we actually get to the actor section. But I think I've mentioned this before on the podcast, but I've definitely talked to you about it before. When 
not just actors, but anyone involved in filmmaking is making the movie. I wonder how much of a sense they have that it's going to be a bad movie. And right, this or if is, they even do. And this is kind of an interesting thing, too, with all the director's commentaries I've been listening to, because some of the more down-to-earth directors will talk about how they didn't think it was coming together, how they didn't think it was good, and it came together in editing. you hear the editing. opposite, though, a lot? To where they really thought it was kicking ass, and then they're just like, oh, my God. I don't uh, think so. A, a John Carpenter. I, uh, Big Trouble in Little China, they felt really good about but they it did said, come together. Yeah, yeah. They were like firing but on I'm saying, all like, cylinders. You said the ones with like, man, I don't think this is coming together. And then it, it turns out okay. Or are you saying it don't? They don't turn out okay. They can tell during it that it's no. Not. I'm wondering if they can tell during it how often right. they they go into a movie and they're making it and they're just like, holy shit, this is not working. I mean, you know, it happens sometimes because uh, for it's Back to the Alan Future, Smythe and some reshoots and stuff. like yeah, that. Yeah, for Back to the Future, most yeah, they, people they know the actor that, out, yeah, like, that it was supposed to be Eric Stoltz. I know it was a few weeks into oh, shooting. Was it? Yeah, but yeah, I mean, like, but still, shooting a few schedules weeks? are only a few months usually. Right, and how devastating is that for the actor? Like to yeah. get fired a few weeks into it. So apparently, the shooting schedule for Rambo Five was only like six weeks or something. It seemed short. I don't have a good sense of how long a normal shooting schedule is. I don't yeah, I, either, but I, I normally hear them being about two to three months i would think mm-hmm. so yeah. that would make make like six weeks on the shorter end at, at, end i would guess right right but it depends on what the movie's about and where it you know what what's happening if it's all sim- similar kind of locations you could probably knock it out pretty easily versus something like lord of the rings where you're flying all over the place and huge sets and whatnot but the point i wanted to make by bringing all of this up is there is no way that any of the actors involved with making this movie thought it was going to be good not maybe the director, delusional. Yeah, maybe the director did, uh, because this is a first-time feature film director. He's done yeah. he's done TV stuff and nothing else, and not even a lot of TV stuff. But I feel like from the actor's standpoint, there's no way you can fucking I mean, even look at, at yourself. Script, and, yeah, and then, like this is one like we were talking about. How would you know about costumes and stuff? Even the dialogue, you should know, and just the general story and right. just everything about it. You should have been like, what? Yeah, I mean, I would say for the most part. And a little preview of my acting score. Acting is not necessarily the worst thing about this. Yes, there are some no, bad actors. No, it's not atrocious acting. So they, it's just the, the, the movies made yeah. so badly. So they at least, the actors at least, you know, showed up. They did their jobs and they don't necessarily look miserable through it like some right. other movies that you can tell actors don't want to be in. But I just felt bad. I This right. more so maybe than any other movie we've watched for the podcast, I felt so fucking bad for all of the actors in it. Because it was just, it was embarrassing. <laughs> um, so I don't think we need to do a rundown of the Robin Hood story. I'm going to tell you up front, I don't give a shit about spoilers for this because you shouldn't be watching this the movie The only anyway. spoiler, as I tweeted, is that at the end, you're the one who gets robbed. <laughs> yeah. You find out that you were the one who got robbed. <laughs> That's the only surprise ending that you need to worry about. Right. And also, right. there's nothing in it that would amount to a spoiler. Yeah, there is. The very end is a spoiler. Sort of, but only in like a... It didn't matter. You know, it doesn't the, the like... The very end... Not the, when I said the very end is a spoiler, the very end is a twist. It's setting up a sequel and okay, so, so Will talk, Scarlet yeah, turns okay. into the but that's such uh, a bizarre... sheriff of Nottingham. He's such a nothing character in the movie, and it's such a nonsensical like character arc yeah. that it doesn't even like you're not even like oh wow it, when it doesn't matter because he was a nothing character in the movie right so it, who cares it's not even count it's like a twist ending well just... yeah of course I mean it, the the real life answer is who cares because they did it so poorly right but 
in the movie, this was supposed to be a huge twist, right. and a huge it's reveal. Like the Will Scarlet character you thinking like a, about oh, him being oh shit, right. kind of moment. But they know. did it so ineptly that you're just like, oh, what, what's happening now? Why would he do that? Yeah, everything in this movie is completely inept. So, pretty basic Robin Hood story. Not going to go through the summary. We're going to jump right into the ratings, which are we have four different categories that we can give up to five points each: acting, visual, structure, and entertainment value. Obviously, there's only one movie this time, so you can't have a mo- a, a winner. And we do these. <laughs> there more... are no winners. Yeah, well, there really are no winners when you're talking about 2018 Robin Hood. But um, and we do these ratings Except for, for whoever the... ran off with that hundred million dollars. Oh my God! I uh, like I said, this movie. I already made this joke. I wonder too, how many but... of these are just money laundering but this, scams. Yeah, this movie <laughs> just robbed from the stupid and gave to no one. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know who benefited from, the from this movie. Who paid for it? Right. Like us, even though we got $5 casino tickets. Right. <laughs> but... Talking about the scores, jumping right in. Yeah, jumping Feet right first. in. And we we don't spend as much time coming up with these beforehand, so oh, the these cuff. are a lot more collaborative yeah. than the mm-hmm. other... Yep. Yeah, than the yep. normal Faint Praise episode scores. Uh, so starting with acting, what is your acting score? It wasn't bad. I mean, that's definitely... At the very least, there's enough else going on that you don't notice any bad acting. And the, all the main characters are... Fairly, it's Jamie Foxx, it's the kid from Kingsman, it's the dude from, what's it called, Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah. And then the, the woman's weird in a lot of ways, but not necessarily because her acting's shitty. So, I mean, like, I don't know, two and a half, two, two and a half, nothing I, bad. I would have said yeah. two and a half. This movie is Fairly, not something, yeah. You don't think about the acting. Yeah, as you're watching it, you're not like, holy shit, this is horrible. No. The the uh, Not the acting, anyway. The main actress's accent is, is the worst goofy. thing. Yeah. yeah, it's not And just her, her ham-fisted plot lines make everything seem so artificial, nobody, but it's not her acting. Nobody could have done anything with that right. role. And the, I mean, she could. You could have seen more natural because you don't have like an American or an Irish accent. Yeah. So, so uh, I think that she might have neither. It turns out she is the daughter of Bono. Nah, so some cronyism. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, obviously she probably she has some like... sort of light Irish accent. She probably yeah. grew up in the states and stuff. Right. Uh, it says she was born in Ireland, but I can't imagine she's so got. So it might a be real... her real like pseudo accent. It might be, and, and they did, just yeah. didn't even bother. bother this movie's it. accents were all over the place anyway. The Fifty Shades of Grey guy, Jamie Dornan, is Irish, and he retains his Irish accent in and this then movie. Robin Hood is British, and he uses. He's his got British his fucking accent. chav accent, <laughs> yeah. chaving it up all over the place. Oh my god! And I mean, I don't. I've never seen him in anything except Kingsman, and it's the same exact voice he uses for Kingsman. I don't know if he's capable of doing other voices, but the way that everything else in this movie is, they wanted him to be. And they're having Jamie Foxx do some nondescript foreign accent, which he gave up halfway through. Yeah, he kind of gives it up. Yeah, at the beginning he was doing a very watered down uh, Morgan Freeman, uh, Christian sort of accent, some sort of Arabic. Vague, air, vaguely Arabic accent. And, and there's he, a point that he disappears from the movie for about 20 and minutes. And he comes back And he comes an back accent. and he doesn't have He's the accent He's kind of just like anymore. talking sternly but without really an accent. <laughs> right, right. So weird. Yeah, and uh, I wanted to also mention Ben Mendelsohn, the villain in this, who is forevermore just going to be a villain in everything, who fucking walked right off the set of Rogue One. Including with the uniform. Yeah. <laughs> You're joking about like he had this like patent leather almost like, like a white suit that was literally straight out of a star wars movie it was and the boot and it was just like this looks so f- and they all were wearing these actual like modern western suits we- and with just slight 
little modifications just kind of make them look old timey, like a buckle on the front instead of buttons. But like literally, they were just suits. I was so angry at the way this movie. And he looked. was wearing like fucking joggers the yeah. whole time, like sweat. The main guy, yeah, yeah. Robin, Rob, Robin of the Hood himself was fucking literally wearing sweat. You know what's This time. is something I just thought of, and I want to say it before I forget. But I swear. Correct me if I'm wrong, because I might be mixing it up with something I saw in the previews. But when he's first, when Jamie Foxx first talks to him, when he comes back, he realizes he's you know, he follows him over and he's talking to him about what he needs to do, and he says something about you will become eventually you'll become the hood. Is that a line in the movie or is that from just from the trailer? I was not paying that much attention because I'm pretty to sure it. that Sorry. he says something like that, like then you will become the hood or something, and then later. The Friar Tuck character is like, oh, I call him the Hood, and it's like, oh, that that's that's cool. <laughs> how cute. <laughs> how um, what's the word? Good, I guess, for them that he decided to use the same term that he had already come up. How with. How convenient. But um, yeah, convenient. That's I don't know why I couldn't blanked on it, but I'm thinking maybe I imagined him saying it at that point, and he might have that might have just been a line from the preview that was. I didn't watch the previews the for this a lot. I, I didn't watch them the, a lot. Yeah. I think I saw one. I think I saw the preview for this once or twice. Immediately knew it was going to be just like King Arthur, and it was going to be doing. The, I thought it would be more like that though, and just over right. the top, like oh, this mission just got a heck of a lot more impossibler type stuff than this like ludicrous practical had like disney voiceover almost yeah I, this like okay. pooh bear voiceover pooh bear voiceover like what are you weird, talking like, about narration in the beginning that just like went away and they didn't use anymore i don't even know who that was was that the main guy during narration at the beginning oh, i don't know i thought it was just another voice i don't think it was the main guy you're right yeah. but Unless yeah it starts doing with, a voice it starts with narration going I'll tell you what year it was, but I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> like, I can't do the Chav accent, yeah. but it's like, yeah, bruv. It's just old-timey and shit, okay? Yeah. And then the narration never comes back. You have right. 10 That's seconds of mean. it at the beginning. You said this weird introduction, like, into the magic forest. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember what it's called in Winnie the Pooh. It just, for some reason, it reminded me of that. It didn't remind me of that. It reminded oh, me... <laughs> No, it was trying much harder than Winnie the Pooh to be cool. But no. Yeah, but it just seemed like bumbling and weird. I mean, honestly, guys, even I know nobody can see me. I'm sitting here with my hand on my face again because even just literally face palming. I am literally face palming. I want to borrow other people's palms to put on other parts of my face. <laughs> because eight hands it is face. so embarrassing to remember the look of this movie and the tone that they were going for. And I know I usually don't try to go this off topic in acting, but there is no way to talk about anything else in this movie. Well, let's without... just go right into some of the cheesy stuff that they did. Well, let's... I like, mean... he starts by getting drafted to the Crusades. Yeah, yeah, he gets his fucking draft, <laughs> draft letter, letter from Ben Mendelsohn. <laughs> right. uh, so he gets drafted in the Crusades. They then do... <laughs> they have a scene straight out of, like, Hurt Locker or something where there's a machine gun crossbow pinning them down. So they... we joked about it in the last episode about bolt action, like, repeat fire yes, crossbows. In this that is lot. this whole movie. This entire movie. And they're pinning him down with, like, a nested crew-served crossbow. <laughs> and then they call in an airstrike yeah. of catapults. <laughs> they're like, call in the rock throwers! <laughs> and he shoots up a flare. And then from, like, miles away, they're like, Sip me! Broken arrow <laughs> through all these rocks. I'm just like, oh my god. Yeah, Eric turned to me and said, they're literally like, they should have just made. 
made the Hurt Locker 2 if that's what they <laughs> yeah. wanted. Because they just took like the Iraq War or movies any of those that you've been movies. seeing. Yeah, I, just, like, I couldn't think of any other yeah, names. Yeah, sneaking through an Iraqi literally, village. Yeah, an Iraqi village, but instead of an M16 or an M4, he's got a bow and arrow and he's clearing rooms and there's <laughs> yeah, the guys sniper, jumping out. Yeah, the snipers. There's literally the, like oh snipers pinning God. him down. It was like so stupid. They even made his vest to look like a bulletproof vest. Yeah, they had it all look like they were wearing like the body armor. It was ridiculous. Yeah. So ridiculous. The the costumes in this are infuriating. And it made me wonder. Because they they very overtly went for modern clothing. They wanted a modern we already, look We already mentioned the fucking joggers slash sweatpants. And the suits. Yeah. The, the suit that looks like it was straight like out of She's wearing like a crop one. top in one scene. Yeah, she absolutely is. <laughs> Not um, like. It's literally she's wearing a crop top. There is literally more resemblance to real life from a fucking Leg Avenue, like, Halloween, yeah. sexy Robin right, Hood costume. Yeah. I was thinking that. I remember one of the worst sexy blank outfits I saw was, like, the sexy Marie Antoinette. Yeah, and, and it's it still was, probably more realistic. It was absolutely more realistic. The, she was wearing, like, high-heeled gladiator sandals at right. one point. But they, I mean, gladiator sandals would have looked more in place. Just what she was, like, super strappy, super high wedges, and, you know, she's wearing something different in every scene. Of course, medieval times, you'd be fucking stinking up the same shirt for 10 years in a row. Yeah, you'd have, like, your dress. Yeah. <laughs> and it made me wonder, like, has this ever, has, has this ever worked? For any other movie, to maybe modernize... a Knight's Tale. That's like the only one I can no. think of. <laughs> I, Knight's Tale was horrible. Well, it was oh, horrible, no. but I think it did okay, didn't it? I saw that shit in theaters, so I yeah. guess it must have done fine. Um, but they didn't even modernize like that. They just had like the dancing and the general attitude. A Knight's Tale was more authentic right. than this. Yeah, for sure. They looked like that's what I'm saying. They looked yeah. more authentic. Yeah, they, they just, just had were doing weird... stuff like playing "We Will Rock You" and, and like all rapping that stuff. and yeah. stuff, right? And well, she had like a punk will... hairstyle right. and stuff. Yeah, right. no, but a Knight's Tale was much more authentic than this. Yeah, and I can't think of a good example of when this has worked and part of the thing has got to be for people who like medieval and old-timey stuff you're taking that away from us because i like right that so aesthetic. who is this movie yeah. for then really right because who? it's not for the i mean is it, there's not this huge contingent of people who just like this like van helsing or hansel and gretel and weird steampunky kind of mix God, of hansel like you know what i mean yeah. where it's like the, it's, the repeating crossbows is like the quintessential yeah. sign of this type of movie it's like if it has a, like a pump action crossbow in it it's gonna <laughs> suck name, name one movie that has a pump action crossbow in it that doesn't suck I, I, hansel and gretel witch hunter is much better than this movie but this, it's the same type of dumb shit yeah this, oh, you're you you uh it's a perfect and it's point. still terrible yeah. <laughs> No, but this and movie... I liked his diabetes was the best part of that movie. Holy Go back. Shit. We have a video on that one if you guys or a episode on that one if you guys haven't watched it. No, we don't. We don't. No, we do not have an episode. We're, on Hansel we were just and talking about his diabetes. We have just talked about Are you that sure for we years. We have done not an done an episode. on No, that. we did because we compared it no, to. No, we have not done an episode on that. I think you refused. I think I wanted to, and you said you didn't want to watch it again. So we've just constantly talked about it. Yeah. Well, you probably I, don't need to watch. It I can't. Rem- I can't. What remember? did we do? We did Vampire uh, Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter, Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. Yeah. And what are the other movies like that that we've done? Uh, not a lot of them. The Robin mm. Hood movies, mm. King mm. Arthur, two King Arthur movies. Hmm. Um. Yeah, you, you just we have been making fun of that. We since didn't do the it with one of the Snow White it. movies or something. No, because we did two Snow White movies together. Yeah. Yeah. yeah remember oh, that? Well, anyways, it's terrible. Yeah. It has diabetes in it. Right. He, he, which he got from one 
<laughs> one episode, one of, episode of eating too much, too much candy. candy. One incident total... of eating too much candy, like a Halloween binging, and he gets you just like develops diabetes, lifelong <laughs> type one, type one diabetes. diabetes. Yeah, that's not how it works <laughs> yeah, at all. Exactly. Oh my god! He was like, "This witch made me eat too much candy, and now I have to take this stuff." They they never called insulin. He didn't. Apparently, they don't even know what it is, and I don't know how they get it. Oh, they don't know what it is, but it fixes him. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I'm pretty sure before like 1965, everyone with type one diabetes just, just fucking dropped dead. Yeah, and they didn't know why. Yeah, they're just like, oh, well, I had yeah, a why, kid yesterday. Why would you even if you got diabetes from eating too much witch candy? <laughs> why would you even know that that's what's happening to you? You would just be yeah. like pale and sickly and fall over and then die a few minutes later. Yeah. So anyway, that's the kind of logic that is rampant. See, we'd rather even talk about another movie. This is what this movie did to this, us. This this movie was, you know what? It's almost worth seeing. Do not pay for it. No, but if Do you can not find see a way a to see it. I was upset because you were cracking me up at the beginning. Like, the, the beginning, the first 30 minutes of this movie are definitely, they have to be seen to be believed. Yeah, they're goofy as hell. And you need to see it with friends and make fun of yeah, it. Yeah, I just kept cracking jokes the whole it, time. It was a travesty that we were in a theater. <laughs> well, the Hurt Locker 2 yeah, one Hurt, was yeah. pretty good. And I, I, I even said, like, are they Carl Gulley and Artillery or Airstrike? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then he literally said he, Airstrike. Well, he didn't say Airstrike. He said Rock Throwers or something. Oh, okay, okay. I think I just remember you saying, they're calling it an Airstrike with rocks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And, like, one of the characters during this time is talking about finding out troop movements. Like, yeah, they're talking about it. words back right. then. And they're like, you got... I don't know. I can't even think of all the crazy shit that they did. No, the first 30 minutes, because it starts off with Marion, who is a thief. Oh, yeah, that's so trying to too. Trying to steal Robin Hood's horse. With her tits out. And or she whatever has tits a, she has yeah, she, she, she her, uh, her thief attire in, includes a big tit window, yeah. which, and then Robin Hood seduces her and gives her the horse, and that's how they're like, it, it's just And then they're really just making strange. out for like the next five minutes until he gets drafted. Until he gets drafted. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just bonkers. So it was actually, I felt like it was a travesty that we were in theater, in the theater, and could not openly make fun of it. Right. You know what else was a travesty was how much. Everyone in that theater was fucking. Yeah, we had like a bunch movie. of simp's in the theater with Total. us. We were like, <laughs> I swear. Shit. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I swear there was some clapping at one point. Oh, oh, absolutely. And I was just like, it's, I thought some guy was like had bugs on him or something. I'm like, <laughs> I'm gonna assume that this guy is just spazzing out or itchy or beating his child, hopefully, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and not clapping at this movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. And it, it was, was like a kind of a nonsensical, like it was a minor victory or whatever for the characters. Like they did something. Yeah. And like got away with some of the gold. And then they're like. <laughs> I think it and might. And I was have, like, what is this? I think it, it might have been one of the times that Jamie Foxx as Little John uh, like came in and said, I think it... He, like, saved him somehow He, like, saved him. He, like, grabbed a rope, and I thought he was going to use... Oh, is it so speaking like... of which... <laughs> okay, We've got the on. legitimate go man in there. We've got a Rizza in here with his iron fist. Oh, yeah, yeah. So Jamie Foxx's character, Little John, it just... I can't get over that. Uh, gets his hand cut off in the first scene that he's in. Right. And so he follows Robin Hood back to England because Robin Hood tried to save... Jamie Foxx's son from getting beheaded. Yeah. So then he was like, I'm going to follow this guy. Who was severely wounded at the time. 
Because he had gotten shot with a crossbow. Right. So they were like, oh, send him back on medical leave or whatever Which modern terminology they used. Yeah. <laughs> he got his purple heart yeah, and sent exactly. back <laughs> on medical leave for partial disability. Yeah. After um, he got his meds from the VA. So little John decides to follow this Robin, th- this guy who tried to save his son back to England with the plan of... Convincing rich pe- of convincing, uh, convincing him, him to attack rich people and taking their money to turn people against the war effort or something to, like that to, to redistribute the wealth because the wealthy are in charge and nobody like it was yeah. I didn't even really understand it was so just like hand waving and like we just need to get to the next part here's the reason moving on right right like just, why didn't they just have the two escape together and right. the, you know it, it was so like, he convinces him in like thirty second conversation yeah. Oh, and where he's was like, I okay, going, sure. Where was I going with this? Oh, I wanted to say that, but Jamie Foxx doesn't have a hand. Right. And he was a better fighter than Robin Hood. So he starts, but he can't fight anymore because he only has one hand. So he starts to teach Robin Hood. But he, like, makes a literal iron fist for himself and never uses it for anything. No. It's like this, it's like a hammer type thing yeah. almost. Uh, he never blocks a sword with it or oh, I was waiting arrow for it. or anything. I was. I might have clapped. I might have hit yeah. the kid next to me. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> no, so, okay. Uh, we have just, this movie has us going off on tangents. It has us feeling crazy. It's got us fucked up, as yeah. the kids say. So we already gave the acting score two and a half. This movie's craziness is not about the acting. No. Visuals. The visuals were only bad because of the choices. Like, the way they decided to do the costumes... The cinematography I really didn't like for the fight scenes. A lot of shaky cam. Oh, that you it couldn't was shaky tell. cam. And it was it was exaggerated because we were actually fairly close to the front. Yeah. And we were all like having yeah. seizures for multiple reasons because of this movie. They were shitty action. But they were sequences, shitty action though. sequences where you really just you just couldn't tell what was going on. Right. In general, like the visuals weren't bad looking. Like the quality of the sets and the costumes and stuff weren't bad. They and were it, just all wrong. And for it the, seemed like a lot of practical stunts were used. Right. No, no bad CG that I remember, other oh, than an occasional, I, I like it. an occasional, like flying through the air, shooting a crossbow. But it wasn't like the really, really goofy you stuff. You know like, when that they used the bad... most of most of the CG that I noticed was whenever they were riding horses on anything. Yes, the horses so were whenever, bad, like on the yeah, rooftops. And yeah, stuff. yeah, whenever they would ride a horse across something that a horse and isn't supposed thing, to be ridden across. The one thing that looked the only thing that I remember being exceptionally bad looking was at the very end when Will Scarlet gets like burned. Yeah, it's like this fake fire, and he just like, kind of rolls into the edge of it and gets like. <laughs> His beard singed, and they're just like, oh, okay. Yeah, they're like, is he, is he dead? Yeah, did he, did he get burned? You don't yeah. even know if he really did, got burned. Did he die? Right. Like, but uh, did you die? Yeah, so the horses looked pretty bad, but most of the rest of the action looked like it was practical, the stunts and stuff. So I appreciate that. I hated, hated, hated the look of this movie. Yeah, the look overall is, I don't like I it at never, all. But it was never, purposeful. It wasn't, it was their design but choices. But it's still, it's still going to affect oh, for my sure. visual But I'm score. saying like, I never it was got all choice. It. They could have done this like right. better. Yeah, I never got over the Ben Mendelsohn exactly, the Rogue One It snaps one you out of it yeah. every time you see this stuff. It's right. like, yeah, it's ridiculous. So, I mean, I'd have to give this like a one and a half for yeah. visuals probably. Yeah, because I hated it. And it, it should get worse because it was all purposeful. Yeah. This wasn't some like cheap 
studio or some one dude making a movie and you're just like well those are the resources that he has and what are they going to do you know right. what i mean this is them choosing to make this movie look this way it looked exactly the way they wanted it oh to yeah look. everything turned out how they wanted yeah, so I, w- I would also say like one and a half but it was oh you know what we almost forgot oh, shit what speaking of horses there were multiple instances of horses breaking through oh, yeah. walls. They're like, oh, that was so, because I was like, what? That was something I, because they're they're being chased and they're in a carriage, like a double horse-drawn carriage. Mm-hmm. And they jump out of a wall like a Knight Rider movie where he's like <laughs> busting out of the back of a truck or a, or some sort of like warehouse. Yeah. But it's horse first. Like the horses are leading this thing and they're like jumping through a wall. It's like, how do you get your horses to like headbutt ram through a wall? It happened multiple times. Multiple times. You guys. Oh, we also almost forgot that like there was a point. Everywhere. Speaking of carriage, there was a point where uh, part of the plan of Robin Hood and his merry men, which did not exist in this, it was just Robin Hood and Little John. They're saving that for the sequels. They thought were coming. sure, sure, yeah. And Will Scarlet will not be part of the Merry Men because of aforementioned twist. Um, but there was one point where Robin Hood and Little John, part of their plan for stealing something from someone, was to like blow up the road under the carriage and right. then the carriage would drop, fall like, through. Italian job style. And it was really, the way it they, was so they filmed did like was the Italian so job. weird. Uh, it looked like they clearly had a camera that was... Oh, it was one specific shot yeah. that was like under the, the carriage. They did and it multiple times. And it, it showed it twice, but it was one same shot that they just used yeah. clips of. And... I, I, you think like it looks like when you're in Mythbusters, like you said, yeah. or one of these things where they know there's about to be a giant explosion, so they put either a cheap or some kind of high speed camera that's behind a bunch of plexiglass, and it looked like somewhat like a potato footage, basically, <laughs> yeah. to use the internet language. But it looked like you filmed it off worse than an average cell phone these days. It was, it was all weird and grainy, totally different color. And it just was like for like one full second, yeah. it showed, and it was such a bizarre shot, too. Yeah. Like under the carriage. And the first time, it didn't even show the explosion. It just showed that view real quick. Right. Like almost. Like, this is coming. Almost, this is coming. Yeah, almost rollerball <laughs> night vision level bad. And then I was just like, what? Did they forget to edit out some like unprocessed footage? Yeah. That's what it looked like to me. It really Like did. they didn't render this like the composite of the real footage with the yeah. computer animation or the color, whatever filters they wanted to put on it. Yeah. But then it went back and showed that clip again, like during the explosion for like another half a second. Yeah. And it really, it must've been the same technique that something like Mythbusters uses. To, but it was pointless. Cause it, it was all ridiculous. Yeah. yeah it didn't, it, it didn't show any better or any, it more. was like slapping. It was, it was literally like a slap to yeah, the face. It was like a jab. Both times like, it oh, happened. What? Huh? Yeah. Like it yeah. just, ugh. Really bizarre. Right. So I, one and a half might be generous right. for the visuals for this movie, but I appreciate that they seem to do most of the stunts. So I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah. Let they it had stay. real explosions. They had real fighting and stuff. It seemed like at least right. So let's move on to structure. We've been talking about structure this whole time. Structure was a one, maybe. I think structure was a point five. Yeah. I so I remember. I think so far. The only the reason only... I would say it's a one is because. You can in a general sense, it's on. linear and makes sense. It's not totally nonsensical. It's just totally ridiculous. Right. But structure, it it encompasses, you know, tone, dialogue, Yeah, I'm talking about characters. strictly story. So you're right. All that stuff is really bad. Right. So just the very Even thing the stuff they were about, going like, the for, machine the modernizing gun nest everything. And, yeah, modernizing everything. The, the bad story, the horrible dialogue. And they basically, for the middle third of the movie, Robin Hood is doing like a Batman thing right. where he's still 
pretending to be a noble it's exactly but then like doing, batman but then doing he's the like Robin schmoozing it up at the parties and trying to act like a playboy right which i also thought was stupid because just like every other robin hood movie he comes back and basically his entire family's property is like destroyed or um stolen by the government basically yeah. like seized so then he's they know that they're like oh sorry we took your so he gets his house back basically but then the next day he's like spending a bunch of money like oh how generous i'm like where do they think he got this money not even and it's like so the day after this place is robbed exactly. and i'm like oh come on they're bitching and moaning ben mendelson's bitching and moaning about all the gold that was stolen last night and then robin hood who you know you Took, took his all entire his belongings, right. comes in with bags of gold and is throwing it everywhere. And you... And this person who you thought, he was all worried that Robin Hood was going to be pissed at him and try to cause a bunch of problems and he's suspiciously supportive of you now. He's like, it's it's, it's so ridiculous. So Robin Hood's whole plan to ingratiate himself to the was sheriff pointless. of Nottingham was so poorly executed from the character standpoint, right. not even from a movie standpoint, but from a character standpoint. That I thought for sure the big twist in this was going to be that the sheriff of Nottingham knew the whole All time and was, and was doing him. like a triple double cross, well, like and letting was, him in so he yeah. could crush him, like gain, like yeah. have him trust him a little bit. Right. Honestly, there was a point that sheriff of Nottingham uh, has a scene with this big like cardinal, head cardinal of of England, I guess. And the only guy, I, the only thing I remember that actor for is I swear he was in. Last Action Hero and has like a cartoon cat as a partner. <laughs> and that's all I could think of. He this probably whole time. is in Last Action Hero. F. Oh, and Murray he also, no, he is... plays not Last Action Hero. Somebody has the cartoon cat in Last Action Hero. But he also plays Hannibal Lecter in one of those spoof movies with Leslie Nielsen. I, I, okay, I haven't seen... I don't think Which I've seen all those. He's totally in Last Action Hero. He is? Okay, so yeah. I'm thinking I was right. <laughs> I mean, this is this is a well-known actor. F. Murray Abraham yeah. is like a big character forever. actor. He's been around forever. He's very distinctive looking. But he's kind of the he's the kind of guy that I'm always like, oh, this guy. Oh, this guy. Right. Uh, but he plays like the main cardinal for England. And he and Sheriff Nottingham are conspiring with the Arabs they're to conspiring with the Iranians. And that, the whole plot didn't make sense. Like, they're giving them money, but I, why, I can't really tell. Right. So anyway, at one point when Sheriff of Nottingham tells, you know, dec- decides to trust Robin Hood, he brings him in on this big meeting with the Cardinal. And he's literally like, like, oh, I trust, because the Cardinal like looks at him, he's like, oh, no, no, I trust him. And then and they then start talking like, about their and big And instantly plan. the Cardinal's like, okay, so when we do our treason for the king, to overthrow the king, <laughs> yeah. and he's there just like, what? So at, at that point, we're sure like, okay, they're fucking with this guy to get him like to take the fall for it or somehow or I something. absolutely thought it was going it in that direction. can't be that ridiculous. Like there's no way that they just actually trust him for right. you know with all the with all the shit that's been going on. Uh, but no, it turns out that the sheriff of Nottingham really did just trust him. And of course, you know Robin Hood's like running around town stealing his shit, and his hood's coming off, and everyone else yeah. is recognizing him. Marion even makes fun of how it's a shitty disguise. Right, and. Uh, and at, during I the think climactic- that was interesting, though. It's like the only movie ever where this person who you've known for years or whatever yeah. sees you with a simple mask on and like actually recognizes you just like you would. Yeah. And he's like, what do you mean? Of course it's you. Like, I know you. That might have been That's the high the point only, of the movie. the only realistic part of the yeah, entire yeah. movie. From from like a filmmaking standpoint right. and quality, that might have been the best part of the movie. Like, yeah, for like if you saw me with even a full face, like a <laughs> yeah. bag over my head, you'd still know it was me. No, a lot of times you can tell from the way someone so, walks. Yeah, I can tell from like across a field, like, oh, that's my friend and them, that's them. Yeah, exactly. So certainly if you hear their voice and you're seeing the way they walk and half their face. Yeah. Yeah. If you know this person, you know, you're going to probably like... 
Exactly. Recognize him. Exactly. And you've already been told that they're alive. Wait, no, that was actually. No, she already knew he was alive. She already knew he was alive. Right, so she knows he's alive. But no, during the big climactic action scene near the end, uh, Ben Mendelsohn's still running around. Get me Robin Hood. I want to see who he is. And this was after he told hundreds of people. He already. They're all peasants, sure, who like supposed to not like the um, sheriff, but the word would have gotten out. Yeah, exactly. Someone would have been gone there to get some pay. Like, I know who Robin Hood is. Give me five dollars. The fucking jig is up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. So, uh, so I remember. I think I. I'm not gonna go back and look, but I think the only time I've given a zero structure score. I might have done it for Ender's Game, but I know we for sure we may have sure done it for like Suicide Squad or something. We did not do Suicide Squad on this podcast. What? We've had this argument before. <laughs> Dude, I swear there's been some... Te- they've adjusted the Matrix, because I've done episodes that you don't remember. <laughs> no. No, uh, we use Wait, how do you... Squad. Quick, how do you spell Berenstein Bears? <laughs> I have to see if they've changed anything. No, Eric, it's Berenstein. <laughs> it's Berenstorfen Bears now? The Swedish Alp Bears who teach you uh, how to sew lederhosen and spell. I, d- I know I tweeted this already, but I swear that... Ben Stiller directing Cable Guy is some fucking Mandela. It's weird, shit. but I didn't have any idea who did direct it, so it's not like a change to me. It's just like a what? Know. He directed that? Blew weird. my mind. But um, anyway, so we have not done Suicide Squad on the podcast. We <sighs> often use it as an example of a zero structure score. That's why you think it. Yeah. Because it really is. Suicide it's Squad is incomprehensible. And yeah. it, it's a that really is an unmitigated disaster. Right, because um, the movie would have been bad enough if it, if they like edited it well and did it the way they wanted to, and then even beyond that, it was all chopped up and weird and just yeah. pieces missing or whatever. I don't know. It's bizarre. Yeah. So we have not officially talked about that, but we've talked about it so much, I could probably piece together a whole episode right. from it. But I know for sure I gave a zero structure score to X versus Sever. Um, yeah, it was really bad. And you tried to talk me out of it, and I used the reasoning that. If it got a zero is when if it gets worse from there, the it will funny. actually yeah, get better. Yeah, because the entertainment value goes up or something. And I like think the Robin, room or uh, yeah, <laughs> I think Robin Hood reaches that. I think it surpasses the nadir and actually comes. But technically back up. speaking, that doesn't make structure better. It just yeah. makes entertainment better. So that can't get worse than zero structure. No, that's why I think I'm making the case that this might be no, because it is sensical. It makes sense. Right. There's so, no point where you're. You're like, I mean, you're confused about some things, like, what? That's stupid. But not like, you're not confused about what they are trying to say is going on. Yeah. With the exception of, like, this plot is kind of loosely, like, oh, they're giving money to the Iranian. Why are they doing it? How? Yeah. But not, like, you you know the general progression of the story. They're the bad guys. They're committing treason. Yeah. He's doing this. You know, it's just poorly executed. Right. But you're not all confused like we are in some of these movies. Like, wait, what? I thought they were dead. Or what? Who was doing this? Yeah, exactly. They they can they can keep a thread going. Right. Like, so I guess you're I not would totally say lost. probably a point five. Yeah, point five. Yeah, that it, which is just horrendously That's low, bad, yeah. especially for a movie that does make sense. But everything exactly, else is yeah. so ridiculous. Oh, oh, we didn't even talk about the fact that the main villain had a whole subplot of being like raped repeatedly yeah, like, as a child yeah, they brought up this, by the Catholic which he, like, Church. Just confesses to Robin Hood in his first meeting with him. I covered my eyes yeah. during that point. I was so I was like, embarrassed. What the fuck are you talking about? I was so embarrassed. Well, there was the a actors. big undertones in that. Like it was really against the Catholic Church, and they sort of propped up. Like had a little bit of a bias. Not a little bit of a bias. They had a huge bias. Yeah, that's against... fine. But it didn't. It didn't make. Well, it didn't work for. It didn't function in the story at all. Was what made right, it weird. Especially not with that like, everyone character. Has, right. Like. Who 
was working has... with the Catholic Church. Exactly. So I thought maybe when they set that up that he was going to do some sort of double cross on the church and maybe that's what he was going to... try and seize gonna... power while simultaneously taking down the and, church. And so I was coming up with a better Because also they sort of support that story. idea with like... Throughout the movie, the kind of the local head cardinal or whatever he's is like rubbing his hand. Oh, is yeah. really like putting the screws on him and is like telling him that he's really in charge yeah. and kind of right bitching him out and everything. Yeah, so it was really it made it though so that that had absolutely no place with the character, yeah. and it was painfully awkward to watch this actor say these lines and to think about and the realization of what he was talking about, right. like came in waves over me that I was just I literally I didn't I didn't physically watch it I had with, the, with my, how bad my the palms movie, migrated from my cheeks how bad to over my eyes was, I was like there's a chance that they are just trying to t- say that he was getting like beat and they're just so tone deaf that they have no idea of how no, much I was like I think that's clear. impossible yeah, yeah. Then well as, it, it got clear. worse and yeah. worse because I was like are they really going there yeah. and then they kept like making it worse and I'm like oh jesus like yeah. what the fuck is the point of this it was such a long scene too and it doesn't play into it like the movie at all at like all. we were saying because he's only ever working with the church yeah it's just just shit like that and it doesn't that, like it doesn't make the character sympathetic but it makes it like all. but you're just like what the fuck are they trying to yeah. do here you're like so now i feel a little bad for this guy right, i don't but it want has nothing to do to work, with like what but... else is going on in the movie you're just like Okay, so we got horribly abused as a kid. Why Why are we knowing this? Yeah. yeah. What do you want me to do about <laughs> it? why movie? is he telling Robin Hood? Yeah, exactly. Um, and also, I'm stealing this from something that you saw on Twitter, but <laughs> someone else brought up on Twitter that the movie could have been exactly the same if Little John was just a figment of Robin Hood's imagination. Right. It would have made just as much he sense. barely and... interacts with anybody else. In fact, it's, I was talking about how goofy it is that, first of all, his accent kind of goes away. And then also he's helping Robin Hood throughout a lot of these capers and legal heists. And he's never wearing a disguise. And like how many black guys with like the Muslim face stone face tattoos or yeah. stones in their skin or whatever they're doing would be running around in this village during the Crusades. With one hand. <laughs> with one hand And a specifically. big metal hammer on right. the end of his... And he's yeah. even like pretending to be a hobo at one point and like blocks a carriage and is like oh money for a veteran and i was like wait a veteran i was like wait i was like in the war against the black muslim people (laughs) i think you're giving yourself away (laughs) oh my god so all these things i mean so it's amazing that the movie did make sense and i think that it might only make sense because you know the Robin Hood story already. Yeah, so you kind of know where everything's was, supposed to land. If these were named differently, and you probably would be a lot more confused. Right. I right. mean, there was nothing complex going on, so you yeah. would have never been that confused. Right. But yeah, you go into this with a general idea of how the movie's already going to go. Yeah. And it probably would have been even worse if they didn't have that kind of built-in structure that everyone already had in their heads. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, I, I'm i glad you're not trying to talk me out of my point five. I thought you were going to uh, argue with me on that one. On so, what? Yeah. <laughs> so moving on well to... the very end also this is i guess structure but the demise of the sheriff of nottingham was so lame Anticlimactic. and it was like you didn't even because he goes in there's like this some kind of lamp on the ground or chandelier with a counterweight he basically um little john character ties him to it and hits the the weight so it carries him up and hangs him basically but it happens like super fast and they cut away and then it like doesn't show him again i'm like is he dead i don't just wander and then they just leave and i'm just like that that was it he's dead now or is he coming back right is he up there hanging or and then when when will scarlet becomes the sheriff 
Uh, he then is wearing the Ben Mendelsohn Rogue One. I'm like, did they get it? Yeah. Go get his body from the fucking ceiling, and they're like. I guess eventually they would. They wouldn't leave it hanging up there. Yeah, and And like like, you might as well have this. You want these? (laughs) Like the cloak is the rank or something. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. Okay. So last category: entertainment value. What? Yeah. First of all, one more plot point. It made absolutely no sense for them to be make him the sheriff anyway, because he was when he was injured there, he was part of the insurrection. Yeah. And then he just got mad seeing Robin Hood and the girl make out, and then at that point he's like, "Well, I'm just gonna go be sheriff of like, oh, they would just let it. it doesn't fucking oh, work that way. Oh, that character's arc. So it was a little so bit, a little bit about Will Scarlet. Uh, so in this movie, Robin Hood is declared dead. The sheriff of Nottingham seizes his family's assets, and Marion apparently goes and starts and and uh and marries will scarlet who is a man of the people i don't know if they're supposed to be married. i don't think they were supposed to be married but she becomes the partner of will scarlet who is some guy who is like trying to gain political power for the people he seems which like is kind also, of a union leader or something in the minds which but is you don't also really get something a, that doesn't exist right. in you don't get a sense of how that's supposed to work and it's not really that kind of upward mobility in medieval times. Absolutely. Where you're just gonna where he's talking about his political future yeah. and so like polit what politics? Yeah. You're gonna get all of a sudden get a, become a royalty. You're a fucking surfer and Yeah, it doesn't work like, that way. Yeah, it absolutely. He's not gonna get elected. Yeah. Yeah. At one point <laughs> to what? the sheriff throws a glitzy party and uh Friar Tuck gets Will Scarlet and Marion. Uh, invited to the party and he gets the sheriff to do that by saying well it'll look good to have the common folk represented no they don't fucking care works. about representing <laughs> yeah, the common exactly. folk they could have burned all of them alive for all, and often did you know those people well, and then were he, just... he does go in and burn their places down to yeah. steal all their money right. like a day later that night yeah I later think, that I night think it's I think. literally during the party <laughs> <laughs> which well, after they get robbed so he's it could be the next day whatever. yeah uh, whatever it all it all Hilarious. runs together so Will Scarlet throughout most of the movie is trying to keep Marion from being part of the rebellion because he's worried about his political future in the fucking year 1000. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then he knows that Marion's still attracted to Robin Hood. So he doesn't like Robin Hood. He doesn't like what he's doing. Blah, 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 blah. And then, yeah, when he does see Marion and... But before that, he oh, says like, okay, sure, I'll help you oh, we rob haven't the place. Mentioned- we'll storm the... the- the castle. We haven't mentioned that Robin Hood goes by Rob. Yeah, Rob. They're like, oh, Rob. And like, oh, every time they said that, I gagged. I just wanted to put my fucking finger in my The whole my thing is like, DJ yet. Robin the Hood. <laughs> 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 Little John. What? Yeah, what? <laughs> um, so when he sees Marion and Robin Hood kissing, then all of a sudden he wants to be bad and just right gives and somehow up, become is able to just gives become up everything he's been fighting for his entire life because he got his ear burned off and his girl kissed another dude. Yeah, like oh come on, you know if if anything else in this movie was done well, it would have been a lot more egregious. But it just kind of went yeah, along with along with the whole thing, everything else. So, hilarious. so yeah, the movie has no it has no merry men. It spends no time in the woods. Sherwood Forest didn't even exist. Well, that's what they're going for because now he's an outlaw because yeah. they know it's Robin Hood or right. Robin of Loxley. So now he's going to have to live in the woods, I guess. If they, right. They're not going to make another movie of this. Oh, no. Oh, no. This is a total and unmitigated disaster. Yeah. Uh, financially, creatively. Yeah, I think it only got like $24 million opening weekend or something. Something like that. Yeah, which for a $100 million movie. Is and they were marketing weak. it yeah. fairly heavily. 
I, I'm baffled that they thought... I'm baffled they went through with this after right. the King Arthur movie. As bad as that movie was, and as much money as it lost, right. this so was exactly... they keep thinking that this type of thing is... It's just like, it just needs to be done right, but yeah. people want this. Like, who wants this? I mean, I'm guessing this was already in production and stuff, but they cut, they stop movies all the time when they're yeah. in production. And this seems like it should have been a prime candidate for getting a- absolutely axed the second that Guy Ritchie's King Arthur came out and bombed. Because it's the exact fucking same thing. And right. uh, that's possibly the most baffling thing out of this whole movie, is that it even got made. Um... But but let's real quick give entertainment value scores. I have to say, it wasn't necessarily boring. It's not one of those that makes you like, I can't wait to get the fuck out of here. Because the ridiculousness is mildly entertaining by itself. Yeah. And there's stuff happening in the movie. Like we mentioned, there's real stunts or shooting arrows, which is not like painful to watch. Yeah. So I would say like a two and a half, two, yeah, two and a half. Yeah, maybe two. Yeah, two. Yeah, it would... I can't tell... Definitely below average, but not painful. I so can't tell if it would be fun to watch again with a group of people or if it would be painful to watch again i think it would have been fun to watch the first time with a group of I drunk people but not again i wouldn't I, want to watch it again i definitely recommend if you are part of a friend group yeah who like when we got together movies, and got all drunk and watched scorpion king 2 <laughs> yeah. like that's the type of thing you need to do with this movie like go in knowing it's going to be shitty and those friends, you know, who don't really pay attention during movies anyway and are always talking, you can bring them. <laughs> this is, yes, this is the perfect movie for that. Have it in the Where background Where like four people are going to be eating pizza and talking loudly. Yeah. And you can be in the living room laughing at all the dumb shit. Because yeah. it's not going to make sense anyway, so you don't have to follow along. Right. You can right. laugh at the pump, all the pump action crossbows. But really, like, as a movie itself, it would be, it, yeah, I don't know. So I think two is two, fair. Yeah, two. But, oh, man, I wonder... Rough. So, it was eight years between this and the last Robin Hood. I wonder how long until... For like 12 years now. Yeah, yeah, this is gonna... I don't know why, but it made me think of... Uh... Um, what the hell is it? And other guys, and he's like, did someone call 9-1? Holy shit. And I was just thinking, like, uh, did someone play Robin? Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I thought of that. But you can edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> it's the way my make brain a, works. Make a note of yeah. it. <laughs> okay, I think that is going to do it for Someone us. Someone tweet or email us if there's ever been a movie with a pump action or repeating crossbow that was any good. Oh yeah. So I think I wanna try I, that's, I wanna that's try in adding into yeah. you know, obviously if it's in the future or something, I'm not yeah. counting that. I wanna try to have a question each episode. So that, that's our question for this one. Yes. So yeah, so our question for this one is, has there ever been an example of a good movie that had a pump action? A pump action or repeating crossbow of any or, kind. Or, you know what, I'm going to expand on that question. Has there ever been a movie like this done well? Or like it's slightly futurized, a older... Yes, okay. and I don't mean the opposite, because Firefly did the opposite, right. which was where, a future... Where they retrofy, that, yeah. I mean, even Star Wars and stuff to some extent yeah. does that. Yeah, and that I, always usually is a lot easier to pull off. But what is the best example of some sort of old-timey movie done with a modern or futuristic twist that actually worked in some way. So yeah. email us answers at faintpraisepodcast <laughs> at gmail.com, or you can now tweet either one of us. Yeah. So I am faintpraisetj, you are faintpraisee. Yep. Yeah, please engage with our brand on Twitter. Go ahead. Insult me. (laughs) But thank you for listening, and hopefully you will join us next time.